What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spending some time reconnecting with nature this summer? Here's a camping hack from L.L. Bean to make your next trip the best yet. Tired of your tentmate's flashlights shining in your eyes in camp? Bring an empty half-gallon milk jug or clear water bottle. Simply strap a headlamp around it, and it becomes a soft white lantern for everyone to see the light. For more camping hacks, visit youtube.com slash L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean. Be an outsider. What up, everybody? This is Double G on Saturday mornings, Fight Game Podcast Extra. I kind of screwed up my own scheduling. I said that Scott Edwards' five-star, we we're going to do a special free feed edition of five-star. Scott is currently Patreon exclusive outside of the live streams that he's been doing on our YouTube channel, which have been very popular. But we pulled that show out of the free feed because we wanted to take advantage of, uh, of it being a, a Patreon show. It is one of the uh, more popular Patreon shows that, that we've done. So we wanted that to be exclusive. And until this very show, it was. Uh, we're, we're dropping it mostly because John the Rocka needed the weekend off. He had some family vacation stuff to go on. But where I screwed up is I forgot... Saturday night was Backlash, and on pay-per-view weekends, the rap goes a day early. So we dropped their Backlash recap Sunday morning, which meant Scott's show, the show that you're about to listen to, uh, dropped in the Monday slot for the Fight Game Media free feed. So that's what you're about to listen to right now. Scott Edwards, check him out, uh, at Scott E. Wrestling on Twitter. And the Patreon, patreon.com, front slash Fight Game Media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the five star Joshi show here on the Fight 
Game Media Network. You may be listening to us either on the Patreon or the free feed. Yes, we are on the free feed this week with this special episode. This is the Golden Week episode, so I'm very excited. I, I made sure to deliver a Patreon-only stardom review yesterday, but I couldn't hold back. I needed to I needed to get come back on here the next day and I brought none other than Sandre Bjorn of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast. Sandre, how are you? I'm good. This is the first time we've talked uh, with each other since uh, Yokohama Arena happened like oh, before Yokohama Arena. Sure so. is. You helped me preview that. Yeah. Uh, you it, nailed it. I haven't been on here to talk about about it, so I just need to say right before we get on that uh, Yoko Marina was an awesome show. <laughs> Stardom delivered big in that uh, in that venue, <laughs> and that's not and that's that's not even going in on how they they you know we had Tam Nakano walk out as champion, which is of course um, a little extra special for you. It, it was very special. It was very special. But yeah, Yokohama Arena. Um, Truly, truly one of the best shows of the year. One of the great women's wrestling shows of all time. Um, I've I, I've talked about that show in about any way, every single way possible, and I will never get sick of talking about it just because of how special yeah. it is. Um, and we'll kind of we'll kind of touch on that. We're going to talk more about the Stardom show later on, as we have some. I want to hear Sandre's thoughts on the show. Kind of dig a little bit more into the main event now that I'm more than 24 hours removed from it and so on so we'll hit that but today we're going to hit seedlings uh main event from this past weekend they were back at cork and hall we're going to hit marvelous uh their top two matches which include takumi roja versus nagi sayaka and mio momono challenging chigusa uh not, not chigusa jesus chikayo nagashima for the triple w championship hit the stardom show and tjpw yes wonderland 2023 we'll hit them all there's a lot of uh future things to talk about so i think that's an important part of this as well uh we'll we'll give into that we'll we'll say how we feel about the future of the princess of princess championship the world of stardom championship and so on and so forth but let's get into it seedling back at corgan hall for endeavor 2023 uh the show overall for someone that watched the whole show it was a pretty good show um i thought the opener was quite good um, I think Rio, Rico Kawahara continues to stand out, but this was really a one match show, and of course, yeah. the main event was Arisa Nakajima and Takumi Roja versus Rico Kaiju and Yame Sasamore. Sandre, how'd you feel about the sh- show overall in the match? Uh, the show overall, like, I'm I have mixed feelings about seedling nowadays, like, they, they have one show per month this year. It it is not like they they take they don't take like two weeks off no they take a month off each show so they they are very like they don't run that often and like ev- with every seedling match I always come for Aris Nakajima and Enrico Kaju and yeah this was exactly what I wanted it to be Twin Berries just are an amazing tag team and uh, they're like the ups them upsetting. Uh, the the big stars of Takumi and Arisa was just really cool, and yeah, great match. Yeah, you know what's crazy about Seedling is they run less than Sendai Girls. 
yeah. that is an accomplishment for a company that doesn't air their shows on time um or a co- accomplishment to be less than a show less than a company that shows their uh shows airs their shows whatever i yeah. my words got jumbled and as as such a big sunday girls fan it, it destroys me i can never actually talk about the product here on the show i talk about every big show that they have but uh they have some great uh you know house shows that they do that we can't ever talk about seedling like you said runs once a month um and you know there's sometimes when i look at cards and i'm like hmm, for a company that runs once a month you think you'd uh and, and, and make the cards yeah, more important <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they feel like house shows just once a month um and this was interesting right because they're going back to cork and hall and they didn't have a title match no the main event said was a no more contendership match and i said to myself huh you did it. So, so you're having a number one contendership match to eventually have a title match in what? Shinkiba, Shinjuku face, right? Yeah. Like, that's weird to me. That's just an odd decision. Yeah. But that being said, you look at the lineup in the main event, you don't really care at the end of the day, right? It's like, oh, well, there's no titles on the line, but still, uh, still some stakes, four great wrestlers. Um, and we had one hell of an upset with uh, Rico and Ayame getting the win over the double ace team, right? Arisa, ace of seedling, Takumi Roja, ace of marvelous. I thought that was a great uh, way to, you know, utilize this match, right? That's, that's, and this, this goes to my rant that I had last week, or I, I talked about this on a different show, actually. It wasn't even this show, but uh, someone asked me, like, what would I, I think it was Peps asked. What would you change about the Joshi indie scene? And I said, have young wrestlers actually win meaningful yeah. matches. And instantly here, and to give, give credit, I'll give credit to uh, Diana as well. You know, Haruki Umasaki winning their title finally. But the Rico Kaiju pin it. And not, it wasn't even Rico. It was Ayame, wasn't it? The pin? Yeah. 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 So Ayame pins Arisa Nakajima in the middle of the ring. And I was filled with joy because I was like, yes, this is what we should be doing, especially in a non-title match. Have Arisa Nakajima get pinned. That way you create multiple matches by doing so. Now we could have a rematch between Yame and Arisa Nakajima down the line, which I would very much love yeah. um, because I thought their match earlier this year was excellent. Now you have a great tag title rematch from last year because Asuka and um, Makoto against Ayame and Rico was phenomenal. So yeah. you kind of have win-wins all around by just letting someone young win. And it's not like these young folks aren't talented. They're unbelievably talented. And that's going to forever be one of my problems. And we're going to talk about with the Marvel show. We continued the good faith. We are continuing the good faith of having the young people win, the right people win. No offense to, you know, and, and that's the funny thing. I love Arisa Nakajima. I could watch her do title matches for the next five years and never complain. Yeah. It's not really seedling I'm having a problem with. It's the whole scene as a whole. Yeah. That being said, it has to start somewhere. I'm happy it started here. Um obviously I mean, Takumi was great. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. The the chances of them winning the tag titles are very high, I would say. I I hope I hope that happens. I just, it will be in Shinjuku face uh in on the twenty eighth of June, 
I think. Which yeah, I, guess, I believe, I believe you're a correct. long time <laughs> until, and it's in Shinjuku face, not in like Horikin. Like, <laughs> and something that should be noted about this Beyond the Sea tag team titles is that they have not been defended since October of 2022. Half a year, <laughs> be- <laughs> almost. <sighs> very sad thing. Like they could have easily defended it on the Corrigan here, uh-huh. and then ha- and then stare down with the new challengers later. Yeah, yeah, you uh, you make a great point. So like, like, like Sandre said, we we have two special singles matches coming up at the next seedling show, um, on the twenty fifth of May. May? Wow, they have yeah, two shows this month. Oh, I was shocked. Well. Well, the the Cork and Hall show happened on this. Oh, right, it was on the thirtieth. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. So technically, we don't have two shows this month. Uh, but those this will be really good. So we have Makoto against Yami Sasamura, and we got Asuka versus Rico Kaiju. Two great matches to look forward to to prep yeah. us for the title match, which of course will be a month later. That's the sad part. But that being said, if we're going to do something, let's do stuff like this. Do I think that uh, Rico Kaiju is beating Asuka? Probably not. No, um, and that's because Oscar's a world champion elsewhere more than anything else. But yeah, hey, listen, I with these promotions like Seedling, I'm here to just hope for good matches. At this point, these are good matches. I'm very maybe happy. maybe Ayama beats Makoto. I think so. I think that's how I would do it. At least I'd have I would have them split. I, I think having the champions just beat the challengers instantly would be kind of a uh, bad booking in my faith but what do i know i'm i'm just the person that talks about it on a podcast so i guess i don't always know but uh i think the seedling may event absolutely worth going out of your way to see um yame and rico they're doing incredible work as a duo and as singles um but when they're when they're in there as a team they just get better i think it's next for aris and nakajima (sighs) it's a good question it's a good question um you would you would hope a recent Nakajima has a title match on one of these next two shows. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. So it won't be Ayame, obviously, because Ayame pinned her and you could always run that match back. But I think yeah. you should have someone in the middle. Um yeah. thinking about the roster, was it Re- was it Muzanami who beat Rico Kawahata in the opening e- tag? Yes. I think it could be Muzanami again, run that match back. Um yeah. I think that would be cool. Not necessarily like game changing, but it's a great match. Um, there's enough to, there's enough there for it to make sense. Um, I know they brought in Natsu and Mayukihi this past show too, but uh, they didn't win. So um. it would. I don't, I don't. I don't think I uh, want to think about the Mayukihi title world title match again this year. <laughs> Hey, hey, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. There'd be a lot of violence. There'd yeah. be a lot of violence. I mean, it would be really good, but I don't know about the booking. That's yeah. the thing I'm worried yeah. about. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Ryo Mizunami. I think that's a good yeah. challenger for Risa next. Um, and then maybe you can have Ayame try or Rico try after that. I think I think Rico should be the one taking it off of... As, as long as we don't have to wait through the July... Uh, see uh, this is true. That, that would be bad. This is true. This is true. Yeah, I, I would put. I would have Arisa defend the title at least once more. There's no reason. Yeah, at one of not. these like May or June shows. 
Exactly, exactly. But overall, Seedling continues to roll on with their one shows a month. You know, it is what it is. We can only we can only ask for so much. Um, speaking of companies that don't do just one shows a month, they actually do a lot of shows. Marvelous, marvelous. Up next, back at Cork and Hall this past week with um, one of their biggest matches ever, essentially. Um, but first off, we had Takumi Roja defeating Inagi Sayaka. Not a big shock there. I know, Sandra, you weren't able to watch this, but if you've ever seen an Unagi Sayaka match where she gets her ass kicked, you've seen this match. Yeah, um, I, I, I've seen so many Unagi matches this year. I, I'm done. I need yeah. the break. Yeah, so so I actually, I, I've, I had a take yesterday on the show when talking about Mina Shirakawa, and now that I've watched the Unagi match, I can continue the take of the I don't I don't want to say downfall because she's still very popular and she's you know she is someone who demands you know tickets for a lot of companies that's why so many indie companies book her yeah that being said it is continuously shocking how I think a lot of us agree that Anagi Sayaka was going to be kind of maybe potentially where Mina Shirakawa is now and the complete 180 over the past year that has happened. And obviously something happened in stardom. We don't know. We're never going to know. And that's fine. But to but to go from kind of, oh, you know, I, she she could be Wonder Stardom champion someday, right? She she played this great underdog in, in her first year, especially. Uh, she had that big match with Tam for the Wonder Stardom title. She had the match with Saya. A few months later, and that match with Sai was like, this feels like the first match, yeah, against Sai. I feel like they're gonna run this back, and I still think they were probably going to run it back, but things change. And watching this match with Takumi, I said, man, not much has changed for Nagi Sayaka. She is essentially now in the role she was in Stardom, where she is the assessor to Young Talent. In the Joshi scene, and then she's losing to the older main yeah. eventers, and and not even older in age, but older in experience. Yeah, and it's just it's just crazy to me that that's where we're still at for her. Yeah, and it's it, probably her fault. A lot of her matches end up being just the same, also. Yes, exactly. That has been the struggle I have had with her this year because I've seen a lot of Inagi Sayaka matches this year and I've been really like just, yeah, this is exactly what I saw in her do in Old Japan or mm-hmm. this is exactly what I saw her do in Keith. <laughs> like she she has been like all over the place and because of that I have gotten really tired of watching her. Yeah, and this match was, she bounced back against Takumi, got a little offense in, then can Takumi murked her as she should. Or Takumi yeah. should not be losing to Nagi Sayaka. Um, once upon a time, I would have been excited about this match. This time around, same old, same old for Nagi. Uh, after the match, Mayumi Ozaki attacked Takumi Aroha. There's going to be a marvelous first Oz Academy show coming up. Oh, wow. As okay. you can imagine, I'm not excited for that. As someone who flies the marvelous flag, I am. Uh, 
not jumping for joy. It will be on June 11th. It will be Marvelous versus Oz Academy and Oz Academy match. It will be Takumi Aroha and Neo Momono versus Miyumi Ozaki and X. That will be on June 11th and uh, for Oz Academy in the main event. Hmm. So it's interesting. I'll probably end up watching it because Mio Momono makes me watch everything. That being said, yeah, woof. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's Oz Academy. I, yeah, yeah. I, I, active, I actively try to not watch Oz Academy, it's not a promotion for me. I have tried watching their matches and. It, is the worst Joshi promotion, and I will not. And I will take that to my, I'll take that to my grave. That is the worst <laughs> Joshi promotion. Uh, they have they book good people, but the matches never end up being better than good at best, um, even with the very best. And I think that's a shame. They had one good match earlier this year, and it had nothing to do with anyone that. Is had to do with a, a Zaki goon. It was uh Chihiro Hashimoto and you versus Ryo Mizunami and oh, who the hell was it? Was it Yako Saito? Maybe I don't know. It was good though. Um, it was kind of a hoss fight, so that helps. Anyways, let's move on to the main it event. Good. The main event, AAA W Championship. It happened, folks. When this show started, everyone. We were we were in peak 2021. I think every single week I came on here screaming and singing the praises of Mio Momono. I was called the Mio Momono Stan at one point. The second episode, I remember, we got questions in and someone mocked me, and I'll never forget that. But I stood, I stood true at that time in 2021, mind you, during that time when Sendai Girls and Marvelous were feuding. Mio Momono felt untouchable. And then, of course, she got injured. And since then, it's been on the road back, right? She she lost the um, Gaiaism main event, fantastic main event, one of the best Joshi yeah. matches the past few years. Everyone should go watch that if you haven't, uh, which you know gave them the opportunity to win the AAAW titles. That didn't happen. Uh, she then lost to Chihiro Hashimoto for the Sendai Girls World Championship. Ultimately, was injured, uh, had to go get back surgery, was out for a few months, came back last year. Takuya Roja was AAAW champion. Felt like that's where we were going, Mio. And Takumi, whenever she'd be right. Then Takumi got hurt. Shikayo Nagashima gets the title. Mio Momono can't buy a win all of a sudden. She's losing. She's losing. She lost at Tomoka. She, she has to do a trial series. Yep, she had to do a trial series despite being a seven-year vet. She started off not so good. Then she went to a draw with Asuka Veni. Um, uh, a double D, uh, double countout? I think it was a double countout. She lost to Chiro Hashimoto. I know that. She lost to Risa Nakajima. I know that. Um, but she beat Tomoko Watanabe to close it out. She got a title match against Takayo Nagashima. And now that we sit here, I can say... For the first time ever, Mio Momono is the AAAW champion. Hell yes. <laughs> what a match also. Yeah. What a fantastic match for her. Shikayo Nagashima showed up for this moment. Yeah. I appreciate her for that. It was... It, this match went 26 minutes, and you did not feel that. No. Because no. they went by so fast. Mm-hmm. 
this the the beauty of this match was you felt the greatness that is Mio Momono every step of the way, right? Chikayo is pretty much being her pillar to post for, say, the first five, ten minutes, right? She's bringing her around the arena, tossing her head off the wall, um, doing all this, but, you know, that resilient Mio Momono keeps fighting back, keeps fighting back, and it felt like every time Nagashima was about to get on offense, Mio Momono had an answer, or she bounced right back. Um, there were some vicious, vicious forearms in this match, uh, vicious, um, just vicious, you know, kicks, unbelievable German suplexes. Like they were trading, they were trading. There were so many times in the closing 10 minutes where I thought Mio Momono won, yeah, and she didn't. And then there were many moments that I thought Chikayo Nagashima won. Thank God she didn't. And when yeah. Mio Momono finally got that three count. It, it felt like one of the best moments I've had as a fan. And I already knew going in that she won because this this show didn't yeah. alive. There, I already knew that, that she won. That is my ish, one issue with this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, <laughs> I, oh, if that, I watch it live, it might be one of my top five yeah. matches of the year. If I, it, because like it was impossible not to be spoil, uh, spoiled by this because it, it, it didn't air live, but, but it like aired like. A couple of hours after it, it mm-hmm. ended, right? But the thing was that everyone was so invested in this match and invested in Mio Momono winning. So at least some guy was going to uh, search up the the marvelous hashtag and find the p- pictures at the end. And yeah, it 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 quickly like spread like wildfire, and everyone knew because before before anyone had the chance to watch the match except the people in Corkin. Yeah, I, uh, th- that's like the one shame about this about this win. It would have yeah. been so much more special if I could see this live. Yeah, if we if this was airing live, I think a lot of us would have been watching live with that hope that you know we get to see her win. Um, like I said, I think the match would be that much better had we gotten to see it. And he, because I'm I'm sitting here telling you about the last ten minutes where they were trading falls left and right. Um, I was on the edge of my seat as if I was watching live, but I was like, wait a minute. I know, I know who wins this. What, what the hell is, what the hell is happening? Um, but just a fantastic main event and just so exciting for the future of Marvelous uh, because not only now do they have their tag titles back because Nagashima is no longer a double champion, but Mio Momono as as the AAAW champion, trying to hold that belt, mind you, which is the most entertaining thing in the whole wide world. Her trying to keep that belt on her was very entertaining because it's as big as her, for those yeah. who don't know. Um, <laughs> it's but bigger her, than her face. <laughs> it is. It, it, it 100% factually is, people. For anyone that's listening to this that may not know that, it 100% is bigger than her face. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away, specifically the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. 
What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. I just went to my happy place. I just went to Maui, and it was truly amazing. Priceline has always been about getting you to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else, like up to 60% off select hotels in Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And Mio Momo is someone who I think some people have doubted throughout the years because of many injuries. Um, you know, in, the injury bug has hit her, but she's always fought back. Uh, she's always, and that's really the story of her career. She's always shown that heart, that passion for professional wrestling. And she's someone that I think if you watch her once, you're a fan of hers forever. Um, she is one of the best in the world once again. She she took a, listen when she got back from injury. She took a while, I think, to fully find that version of herself that I remember so fondly from twenty twenty one and before. Yeah. Um, not twenty twenty one, twenty twenty. No, she was being safe. I, yes, twenty twenty one. A lot of her twenty twenty two matches after she came back, yep. she you could see that she was feeling safe and she was like easing it in, mm-hmm. and understandably so. You should, yeah. Especially after a back injury um, where you have surgery and everything. I get that. Um, But this year she's turned it up. Uh, If you want to see, if you want to see matches featuring Mio Momono that jump off the screen, uh, the match with Arisa Nakajima, the match with Chihiro Hashimoto, those are the matches where it's like, oh, Mio's back. Mio is so back. Um, And then I think this was her best match this year. 100%. 100 percent agree um and, and i and i think that's a credit to both of them yeah um i think also, I think also they both came to play ball also shout out the time limit role with mike iwata on sunday girls yes yes that was yes well we 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 love ourselves some time limit draws don't we <laughs> uh who, who doesn't love a nice time limit draw but so the only upsetting thing now is I don't know if Mio's going to be traveling as much. As she is booked for a uh, West Coast Pro. Yes, this is true. Um, uh, and to to further that, not only is she booked for West Coast Pro, we are going to see Mio Momono versus Maria for the first time ever in a singles match. On the West Coast. <laughs> On the West Coast here in the United States. Uh, it is kind of crazy, though, because yeah. like that they haven't faced before shocked me. I... I I totally had expected that. Yeah, no, it, it's a crazy and and here's the thing. Here's the fun thing about these two. I remember a tag from last year that they had, which was really good. It went to a draw. It was Mio. Uh I'm never gonna remember it, but it was Mio and maybe it's Aoki versus Maria and Rico Kawahata. Oh no, maybe it was Rin Katakura before she was done. Um. Either way, it was really good, and those two were excellent against one another. I thought they really excelled. Um, it was. It was Maria Enrico Kawahata versus Rin Katakura and Mio Momono. And it went to 20 minutes. It was really good. Oh, nope, I looked at the wrong one. It was a Yame Sasamura, fun fact, someone we were talking about earlier. Um, but it was really good. Yeah. And those two excelled. And it really showed the growth, I think, of Maria more than anything 
But now that we get to come run it back, um, what it's in West Coast Pro, so I'll hold my excitement just a little, just a little. Um, and the Queen Omimata match was good last year. It was, it was. It well, it's mostly because it's a tournament match and it's like the first round, so yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they <laughs> they're not going to go like 15 minutes and go all else, probably go 10 or so, but it should be really good. And I, I'm really happy for Mar- Maria getting that spotlight though, because she deserves it. She, she absolutely deserves it. Yeah. Um, and I think she's been great. Um, are, is there any thoughts that you have? Like, who do you want to see believably? Who do you hope Mio defends this title against besides Takumi Roha? Yeah, Takumi Roha is like the obvious one. Um, I want to see her get the win back from Arisa Nakajima, but that might not happen at all. <laughs> Uh, I would ex- I would expect her to get the win back from uh, Tomoka Watanabe, but I I don't want to see that match exactly. But <laughs> uh, Itsuki Aoki would be an awesome match. I think that could they could do a lot of good stuff. And the obvious one is Hashimoto. Me and Momono finally beating Hashimoto is would be really cool to see. Yeah. That's that's what I thought too. Now, especially because Hashimoto beat her, right? I think yeah. Asuka is a possibility um, because of the way that match ended. Um, but Asuka yeah. would have to drop the Sendai Girls title. First, yeah, which, yeah. I mean, we can all agree is inevitable. Trahiro is no longer uh, busy with stardom, so uh, <laughs> sadly, uh, sadly, it means Asuka is probably losing soon. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of good matchups that she can have. I just hope that Marvelous uses the the younger talent rather than. She won't win this. It might be a time limit draw for the three uh, AW title, but Saray versus Mio Momono. Oh man, that's the one. <laughs> that's 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 the one right there. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Oh uh, yeah, I I don't even care if she wins that. I'm happy with the draw. <laughs> Uh, just give, just let it happen. Uh, we, I'll talk surrealism, and next week we'll preview it. But, oh, that's <laughs> that's that's the one. I need that to happen. I yeah. need that to happen. I keep forgetting Suri's back because she has yeah. hasn't wrestled yet. Because she isn't back yet. <laughs> she's yeah, back yeah. soon. But I keep forgetting like that she's actually an idea that happened, and she yeah. she hasn't been a wrestler for pretty much three years now. Um. So, like, trying to connect that she's not only back, but she's going to wrestle and be great is exciting. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, that's a match I would love to see. There's a lot of good matches, obviously, but that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but, yeah, that that is marvelous. That is marvelous seedling. We hit all those boxes. Now we head over a little bit to talk about Stardom. Of course, I talked about Stardom yesterday, but I want to hear Sandre's thoughts about the – Okay, I've read this. They, they've changed the title on me about seven different times. Uh, but it is the Fukuoka Goddess Legend 2023. It was Legend of Fukuoka Goddess, according to yeah. other accounts. But I was told one thing. It says the other. Just know there is a goddess, there's a legend, and it's in Fukuoka. And yeah. you would be set. Uh, that being said, this was a, in quotes, in quotes, a lower pay-per-view for stardom and when i say lower pay-per-view i mean there wasn't a world title match on which makes it a lesser show for a lot of this this is what a cork a stardom cork and hall show Mm. in 2021 would have been 
Mm, very good call. That's exactly what it is. And I thought it was a great show. I thought it was another great showing out of stardom. Um, it, and what's funny is it had so much Tam Nicano traits to it, and she wrestled oh, yeah. a match for like five seconds. That's the funny thing. This was like yeah, the that Tam Nicano show where Tam didn't actually wrestle all that much. Yes, I said that at the end of the at the start of the main event that Tam Tam Road has taken over Stardom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she she isn't even in the matches. <laughs> no, like so her tag where she ta- she she tagged with Sayori New, she barely did anything. She was in yeah. there for like maybe two minutes. It was the Sayori New show. We're kind of you know we're yeah. we're continuing to establish Sayori, which is great. And Ruaka because yeah, Ruaka. and Ruaka Ruaka was great in that match. Yeah. Um, I thought her and Sayori actually were so much better together for you know being in there for the first time together than I ever expected. And Ruak has really been killing it since Tag League. I'll give her that credit. Yeah. Um, not to go coming back just changes everything for her. Uh, but, yeah, Tam Nakano did nothing in that match. And yet this show was the most Tam Nakano show you could have experienced in a while. It's really, think, Well, besides All-Star yeah. Grand Queendom, where she won the damn thing. But I need to just vent a bit about the Rumble matches. I'm so, I'm so done with them. I'm I'm so done with these rumble matches at every show. Like I should just wait 20 minutes until I start the show. Because I don't I don't miss a thing about these rumble matches. Every match is the same as the last rumble match. It is so annoying. But this time, at least Suzu won. Why is she in the rumble? Well, I I could tell you why she was in the rumble because her her uh, exiting prominence, the card was already announced before she okay. uh, exited prominence. So they they didn't have a spot for her yet. Um, that's that's the only reason because they've given her like all these like pretty pretty solid highlight matches throughout Golden Week, and then on their pay per views, like uh, <laughs> yeah, you're uh, you're you're just gonna be tossed in the rumble. You can win it, but you're just tossed in the rumble. That's why. At, because... at least she won it. Yes, I would exactly. have been really mad if the strong machines somehow won. <laughs> we are experienced the upcoming push of Suzu Suzuki. I think everyone, if you watch her matches so far, if you see how she's being booked, it's happening. It's just yeah. and it's happening without her having a official home. And when I say official home, I mean she doesn't have a faction. Um but like today, for example, on the Golden Week show, her and May Sarah beat Julian Tekla. Like they're beating yeah. people. It's not it's not like Suzu's losing all her matches. The only match she lost, she like threatened to destroy Yuna Mizumori because Yuna got pinned. And I think that's the funniest thing ever. It's like Suzu lost one match and she's like, Are you kidding me? Do do you know who I am? It's like, uh, yes, you are the you're the person that the last time we saw you, you got pinned. But nonetheless. That's that's ne- neither here nor there. I love Suzu, obviously. I'm happy she's here. But yes, yeah. I I think I think switching I like when the pre-shows are just random tags, truthfully. Yeah. Um and I think and I think who we'll was, get back to that. Um Who the hell was Tengen Mask? What was Oh, that? I could not figure it out. That was a Fukuoka thing, I guess. Um I guess which I had no understanding of, obviously, but I, I was trying to figure out who it was the whole time. Never got a clue. Yeah, 
yeah, there was, there was no telling who it was. Also, I got really worried that my Sakura was going to eliminate Susu and be on like a rumble streak yep. or something like that. Yep. My Sakura <laughs> still got to cut her promo that left me sitting there in anger, which I guess she's doing her job because I get angry every time she cuts her damn promo. Uh, <laughs> so she's being a good heel. But yeah. uh, it, it does. And I think that kind of plays to the rest of where DDM's going, though. Um, so. I thought Mayu Batani Hanan versus Mariah May and Jesse was a little bit better than I expected. I think Mariah May yeah. and Mayu had really good chemistry. Um, also, Mayu just tried. And, and I say that as, you know, Mayu, Mayu is my favorite wrestler of all time. She didn't, she doesn't need to go out there and go crazy, but she did a really, she had a really good effort here. Um, I want her and Hanan to team more. I think the, the, the current ace and the future ace is a good, tag team to run moving forward um yeah. i think and i i i really do think like jesse's fine she's she's just figuring herself out like people people base jesse off of her nxt stuff and the performance center like come on folks yeah i said this last time i was, was yes, on there did. that i don't judge her off like two minute tv matches in full sale come on <laughs> yeah, exactly like i think i think she's showing more and more each time. I think she's trying. She's also yeah, trying she, to figure. She out... She's impressing me each time I see her. I I don't know. I I don't yeah, see I so people complaining with Jesse. <laughs> and she's also trying to. And I I said this on yesterday's episode, but she's trying to figure out the club Venus aspect. Because if anyone remembers Jesse's gimmicks, and and Dylan made this point yesterday, she was always playing a nerd. <laughs> like that was her thing. Like she played a nerd. She was nerdy. And, and that's why I think when I see like her doing the pose and stuff, she feels a little awkward because like she doesn't have the same charisma that like a Mariah May has, where like Mariah May is just out there and she's she's very confident and and she that's that's pretty much like her her and Mina are you know fit perfectly because they're just they have that burst in confidence. I think Jesse's trying to figure that out, and I think Jesse in the ring has been solid. So um yeah. And she's, you know, it's not like she's out here winning every match. So I really have no complaints about Jesse. Yeah. Um, she took the pin in this. Yep. So. Yep. She took the pin in this. She took the pin on the last pay per view. She's, she's, you know, she's just here. Like, she's having a good time. In, in like one year ago, Hanan would be taking the pin. <laughs> yeah. We're, we are, we are currently in the uh, transformation of Hanan up the card. I think everyone's and, learning that very quickly, right? New gear, new music. And it feels so good. I'm yes. so ready for it. Hanan I, I, high speed. I'm ready to give her a big title match. I don't care what title match. I'll just give her a big title match. Big singles yeah. title match. That isn't the future of Star title. That is what yeah. I'm ready for. I don't. It could be high her, speed. Her, it could be her and, her and Mayu uh, challenging for the goddess. Yes, yeah. that's also what I would like. I think. I think that's an ideal challenge to have somewhere down the line. Um, because I think those two that could also be, be a good together. goddess run. If they want oh, to be a fantastic time. goddess run. Uh, don't 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 tempt me with a good time, son. <laughs> <laughs> um then we had the Sayori New um showcase, as I like to call it. I thought she did great with Starlight Kid and especially Ruaka. I thought Ruaka yeah. killed it in this match. Ruaka just absolutely killed her. <laughs> I I thought Ruaka looked so good in this match. And uh, like she she is a highlight. I I it is weird because she is still so like she still needs so much but she still always pops me like at least once in her matches 
and yeah, I she... think that that is something that should be said about Ruaka that she she has moved on from the the like phoning it in era of her career. <laughs> yeah, I think and, and Dylan made a good point. She was pretty much just waiting for Natsuko to come back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she she didn't I think she feels a lot more comfortable when Natsuko's around. Um she gets to, you know, be herself more and kind of figure herself out more when she's learning from pretty much the person that's her trainer, essentially. Yeah. Um and I and I think as time goes on, Ruak is gonna really start to jump out to even more people. Not yeah, just I, us. I I I think so as well. And and I like that because again, more the more the merrier because I think she's a good hoss. Um, I liked her match with uh, Hameka during Hameka's retirement road. I thought uh, she looked good there. But um, next up was Mo Watanabe and Natsuko Tora defeating Shuri and Konami. Obviously, a big shock. Konami getting pinned in the middle of the ring. I thought this match was a lot of fun, really good. Well, four good wrestlers in there, um, yeah. and. Like I said yesterday, I thought maybe Momo and Natsuko were going to be saved for or used on the Korkin, the Hameka Korkin, but that was not the case. We are actually going to Flashing Champions. That was announced uh, today. That will be the tag match. It'll be Mariah and Ami Sarei versus Momo Watanabe and Natsuko Tora for the Goddesses of Stardom Championship. And I thought they were great together. Yeah. They, they, they absolutely murdered God's, God's eye. It was really fun to see Konami just take weapon shots and stuff like that. And also, a reminder that Momo Watanabe and Konami has only mm-hmm. like had two singles matches, and those have gone a combined eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, yeah, they get in and they get out. And I, I love that Konami's back in any form. She seems yeah. to be really enjoying herself. Now that she's, you know, seemingly over whatever her health issues were back, you know, last year at the end of uh, 2021. And listen, keep sprinkling in Konami. I don't, you know, she doesn't need to have necessarily signature matches all the time. I'd take one or two. No, I would not be upset with one or two. She doesn't need to be on the tour shows, but on on these like pay-per-views, hell yeah. Pay-per-view, Corkin, um, and where where does she live again? Is it Osaka that she's always on? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> that, there were shows last year where they only went there, and that's why she was always on them. Um, yeah, it might have been Osaka. Like, just keep putting her on those shows, I, yeah. and I'll have a, everyone will be happy because more Konami is a good thing. Uh, next up, what was next? What was next? Oh, the big match: uh, Julian Micah defeating Tommy Hayashida inside Kamatani. Now, there's a lot of pieces here. Me and Dylan. Sandre, we talked about this match for 30 minutes yesterday. And it wasn't the match. It was all the moving parts that came from this, right? So you kind of have a grumpy Micah after this match, right? She's she's seemingly pissed. Um, And it's kind of playing to where I think DDM's going, not just Micah, right? Um, Yeah. Because my Sakurai is playing more heel. Julia just lost. Tekla's losing a lot. Um, and Mike is the only one winning for them, and then Mike is gone. So it's interesting to see the direction going. On the other side, we got tensions building with Utami and Saya. As if you, if everyone saw the backstage clip that, that uh, Dylan en- ended up telling me about, Saya was asking, I keep losing all the time. I wonder why. And Utami was like, You talk, you talk about me. You, 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 
So they're playing to the da- like this this current downfall of Utami Hayashida. Wait, and, for real? Are they yes. doing that? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. Um, I believe, I think it was Utami that threw her water bottle at Saya. They were not happy. They were not happy with each other. And my assumption for this, and this is just me, but I think my assumption for this is that they're planning to head towards a singles match against each other. I used the reference yesterday. Um, do you Did you ever see the Jay Briscoe versus Mark Briscoe match after they lost the NOAA tag titles and the ROH tag titles? Or the, um, it was maybe. in England or something. Um, I watched it earlier this year. And the point of the match was to get each other back on track by pretty much just beating the hell out of each other. Okay. And I said to myself, yeah. that's the kind of thing I'd like this to be. Rather yeah. than teasing a split, because I was these if these two if one of these two leave Queen's Quest, Queen's Quest is dead. Um yeah. sorry, we can't we can't be having that. But instead of going with the split, you go with the okay, have them wrestle each other, have them maybe go to like a 15 minute draw, and then that starts the road back through Tommy, that starts the road for Aphrodite, maybe to go become tag team champions again. I think that's an exciting destination for them rather than any sort of split anything like that yeah that i i did not know about the tommy and saya thing until now and i am so hyped about that (laughs) because it finally gives tommy something to do something i've been begging for for like half a year it seems (laughs) yeah like she she hasn't done anything since uh the last important match i remember her being in was the Kyrie match, but that, but again, that it was also a Kyrie match that w- just served the purpose of having both of them on the car on the card at the year end show. Yeah. So, so the way it happened for to to ex- exactly now that I've seen it because I I hadn't seen it at the time that Dylan brought it up. Um, you know, Saya was pissed. She's like, "We're losing as a unit." I lost my title. I like, keep losing tag matches. We need to restructure as a unit. And Tommy was like, what did you just say to me? She throws her ice pack at Saya's face. Saya shoves her and leaves. And Tommy's like, why would you say that when you're sitting right next to me? So the excitement, like you said, is that Tommy has something to do. Yeah. And after this match, and I've said this multiple times, but after this match, I just think Utami's one of the very best in the world. And she's only gotten better in her, in quotes, time off from anything major. Um, I think she's just become like somewhat, somehow a more complete wrestler, despite having a all-timer type run with the World of Stardom title. It's it's an accomplishment that only the best of the best can do. Um, And it's so exciting that we may have a direction now. Based off of this, I've started to say, oh, maybe she's the favorite for the five-star. Maybe she's the one beating Tam. Uh, maybe, maybe you know, Aphrodite is winning the tag titles. There's so many ways this could go, and I think it's exciting because, like you said, we haven't had anything, right? Last yeah. year, we had a little we had a little surge of big matches. She, uh, she had the five-star, which was good. She had the IWGP Women's Tournament, that really good match with um, Ameka and Mayu. Really yeah. good matches, I should say. Um, she had the title challenge against Shuri, which was great, and the match with Kyrie. Other than that, 
she's pretty much not done anything for a year and a half. Yeah, and that that is really sad because a lot of people have forgotten that Utami for all of 2021 was positioned as the new face of the company. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, like then she spent most of 2022 on the on the back burner and like had good matches, yes, but she was never like in important like she the most important ones she always lost, and it always felt like we we were missing something. Uh, and yeah, I I think it's it's time to her winning the five star. I would not be against. I I think her winning the belt of Tom would be awesome. Hmm. She would be she would join the very elusive two-time champion club should also be the first two-time five-star winner that is also true and who who better to do it because i have always considered utami the next ace of the company like Mm. always yeah basically (laughs) even since her rookie days (laughs) i think we can call her the next ace of the company because she's just you know what she's going through she's going through the mayu phase when mayu's done with a big title reign this is what she does yeah Right, <laughs> like this is what Mayu just did until the IWGP title became a thing. Essentially, um, she pretty much did nothing for a while there. She was a faction leader who lost members, um, and yeah, she won the SWA, but like whatever. Uh, we haven't seen the title since she said, "I don't want this anymore." So um, that maybe maybe that's a problem. That being said, I think Utami being the one to beat Tam that excites me because yeah. those two have unbelievable chemistry as is. Um, yeah. I talked about this on a different recording the other day, but the the most forgotten match of 2021 is the match between Tam and Utami from the Five Star Grand Prix Finals because it was in the middle of the oh, Shuri so matches. Good. Yeah, right. The Shuri matches with Takumi Roha and Momo Watanabe that were fantastic. That no one remembers. One of like my favorite matches to hear that year, which was Utami and Tam just going at it in a match that didn't really matter but they were both the champions so it did yeah yeah i mean that that the five-star final shows both both last year and and 2021 were the two best shows in the company those years like there were so many matches on both especially in 2021 but also 2022 that kind of got overlooked because of other matches yep because it was such a stacked, uh, like the five star the, these two last years have been so stacked, and yeah, that is. And to think it might get even better this year. That is, yeah, <laughs> we yeah I I went through this the other day, so this this is a fun little conversation to have with you, thinking about who's out, who's in this coming year. So so who's out? Presumably, obviously, Nagi's out. Um, I'm going to assume Risa Sarah is probably out. Um, I think Momo Kogo will be out because, you know, her placement in the company isn't, uh, all too high. She's not winning a lot and there's other people to put in there. Right. Um, there's also, who else was in the tournament last year? Either way. uh, No, she wasn't in. She wasn't in. No, I got in. Um, but she's yeah, a possibility right. to maybe yeah. get in this year. The, the main conversation, Saida, yes, 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 yes. She's probably out, I think, because oh, it makes me sad, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> because this year, here's what you have to do. So Suzu stays in, obviously. 
Oh, May Sarah yeah. probably needs to go in. Oh, yeah. she's part of this company now. Um, you have Sayori New, who I think will be the outsider that's in. You have Tomoka Inaba, who's a part of a faction and could eventually become part of the company more and more once she loses the title. You have Mariah May, who's now around. You have Tekla, who's back. Uh, you have Natsuko Tora, who's back. Um, I think. I think off the top of my head, that might be it. Nane Takahashi. Nane. Yeah, well, you have Nanai, too, who feels like an obvious, like, real possibility. So that, that she, again, plays She to needs to be in it. <laughs> the only reason she might not be in it is she doesn't think her body can handle it. That's the only yeah. reason she wouldn't be in it. Um, otherwise, I think she would because she's around a lot now. Um, but, like, that's that's all of the names you need to somehow fit into this tournament. Yeah. It ain't gonna be easy. It ain't gonna be easy. So there's gonna be a lot of cuts. Um, it's gonna be a lot of cuts. We're gonna see what happens. Should be great though. Something that is a bit funny is that we have spent almost ten minutes talking about the aftermath of this match and not the match. Yep. yep. And the match was Told great. You. It was a the great match was game. great. That's that. That's the crazy part. Like when I said we talked about it for twenty minutes yesterday. Yeah, we we talked about the match, but then it was like everything else. The match was great. It was. It was everything I hoped it would be. Yeah. It it was so cool to see Julia and Micah working like he very heelish again. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's I, been a I, long time. I am really hyped for Don uh, because that's another aftermath of this thing was that Donald Amanda kind of were we're talking very heelish after after much. Yeah, Micah was not happy. Yeah. Um she said, I've grown a lot here, goodbye. And that was it. Yeah. Um and it's interesting because she keeps winning. She is specifically winning all the matches. So she's getting heated up for something. Is that a world title match? A wonder title match? I don't know. I think... A wonder title win? Hey, no. I don't know. I don't know. It, it all depends on Mirai, obviously. Yeah. Um, because Mariah's going to pick a title, um, which has been pushed off again. Uh, yeah. We... I don't know. I don't know, but... It almost, and I've thought about this. Would would it be Micah challenging for the world and Mariah challenging for the wonder on the same pay per view? Because the way this timing works, I feel like it almost has to be that. I don't because I don't know how long you can hold off Micah in this current state, yeah, without challenging, just based off stardom booking, um, yeah, but. I would like the idea of Mariah versus Micah for the Wonder Storm title. Because, she she was oh also God. not a fan of the double title announcement. No, no, she was she, not. She was not. Uh, she basically said that she wants any of the titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's ready to be champion, and you know, I I don't blame her. She's I don't I don't blame her. A lot of her fans is ready for that also. Will Will she beat my Jungle Keon allegations? We'll have to wait and see. But for now. <laughs> For now, I, people like to call her Goto. Um, based off, she actually won in our hometown yesterday. Maybe she's starting to beat them as we speak. Um, you know, good for her. That being said, uh, Azmi versus May Sarah. How'd you like the match? Great match. Great high speed action. Not there's not a lot I have to say about it, but except no. it was exactly what I wanted it to be. Yep. I. I I was a bit shocked about the outcome. I was expecting May Sarah to to win. 
but yep. like I'm I'm fine with it. Like this awesome rain is great, so why why end it? <laughs> Are you ready for Saki Kashima as champion? No, that's not gonna happen. If that was gonna happen, it would have happened in Majesty, or they want it live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but then then also when's the also last time a title change at Corkin? Yeah, true. But then uh Asami also said that this it was gonna be a three way. Yep, we got Fuki and Death in the match. Oh, okay. Well that, <laughs> there goes my <laughs> there goes <laughs> Well, maybe Asami is not taking a pin then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it like seems like that could be the uh way. Or Azumi overcomes both of them and wins. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I saw May Sarah as the like next high speed, like main say ace. person. Say ace. You can say ace, ace. Yeah, yeah. She's the next high speed ace. Yeah, I saw her as as that, and they moved away from that. It seems maybe they want her to chase it a bit more. Yeah, that that because. I think that's it more than anything. I think they just were like, all right, you just got here. <laughs> let's, yeah, uh, ha- let's have a five star to establish you. Yeah, let's let's yeah. get you more ready because. I will say, while I love this match and I love the other high-speed match, uh, there was, like, one or two, like, miscommunications at the beginning, and then they were going. Then they were going. It's like, all right. And I think I think the one and thing they their closing stretch, oh, man. Oh, my God. So good. It, that's what they're so good at, these two. It's just, like, yeah. they, can do, they can do this nonstop. May Sarah is phenomenal. For someone that didn't wrestle for a year and eight months, um, she... She is doing things like that are just like how are, how is someone your size able to do that? Like the second rope springboard blockbuster, that's ridiculous. Yeah. The springboard. Uh even before the match, she jumped up to the top rope and just stood there. And I was like, Did yeah. anyone see that she just she just launched off the floor and did that? All right, cool. Um, like she <laughs> she's gonna be the next high speed ace because I think one. She should be. And two, Azumi's ready to move on from. Um, <laughs> she has been ready to move on for a long time. <laughs> That's true. But I am happy she got the prestigious reign. Oh, um, yeah. You know, she's she's already broken the defense record. Now she's just tile, tallying and them the, up a bit. And then um, there's uh, Velke, who still has hope for the Nazi Kitayo match. Yeah, yeah, he's not... Not he's not he's not giving up on that. If if it was going to happen, it would have happened at the biggest show ever. Yeah, yeah, right. That, that's what I that is what I have been saying like multiple times. But no. And if it was gonna happen before, it would have happened at the other biggest show ever, Nippon Budokan, when yeah. Yoshi, Yoshiko came back. It's uh yeah, it's not gonna happen. I uh I'm not gonna get my hopes up for that one. I love the I love the hope though, but uh I love the hope, but it's not gonna happen. Um, <laughs> I wish tag, title, tag title match FWC coming up short. All I have to say once again is FWC is fantastic. Um, oh, yeah. and Hazuki is creating problems for everyone on this roster. And when I say that, I mean she is becoming the new fan favorite to be pushed to the moon. Every match, this I know they were in I mean, Fukuoka, Hazuki but it doesn't has always been that. <laughs> yes, but it's getting louder. Yeah. And louder and louder. Every match she's in now, it it doesn't matter who she's going against. Oh, oh, let's let's put her out there against Mariah, Cinderella winner. Hazuki is the loudest chair. Oh, let's put her against the Wonder of Storm champion. Hazuki is the loudest chance. Let's put her against Mercedes Monet in the in Sumo Hall. Hazuki is the loudest one being cheered. She's yeah. undeniable at this point, and I think that 
can create problems for maybe other directions we may be going. And I think that's exciting because Suzuki is ready and has been ready for a very long time to be champ. I need it. Yeah. There's a lot of people we need to win titles in this company. <laughs> oh, what a what a problem to have, huh? It's a good problem to have, obviously. They, like they need a mid card title. That is not the highest mid yes, title. That's what like, that's that this is literally where me and Dylan talked about that yesterday. This yeah. exact match. He said, Yeah, we need a mid card title like ASAP. We actually put yeah. it on Momo instead, but Yeah. Um, like she yeah, she would be a good first champion, but it it is they need like a United States title, not United, not calling call United it. States. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know what you meant. Don't call it. But, we but call it Stardom World. That kind of no, title. Can't call it that. They call them the Stardom World <laughs> TV title. Yeah, Stardom World yeah. Uh, TV Championship. Um, but it's not high speed. It's uh, yeah, whatever. Film. They they just need a another like mid card. I title. think they know that too. <laughs> like it's just <laughs> they just haven't introduced it yet. And, intru- and don't don't. Don't make it like the new blood title. That no. Well, no, they have the future of Storm title for that. So yeah, they, they uh, can't add a new blood title because they already have a new blood title. Yeah, <laughs> it's just not called that. <laughs> a, t- a titles uh, whose rules should be like changed a bit. Mm. I have meant that for a long time. Yeah, I I think a. I think I think a mid card title is like one of the ways you can make a promotion that's red hot even better, right? Yeah. It, they Dylan had a good point. They need a never open weight type belt. Yeah, that would be awesome. The SWA, if you had changed the rules, yeah, that'd be one thing, right? That's obviously the obvious title to just bring back and be like, oh, anyone can win this at any time. That's yeah. the easiest way to do it, but we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, this yeah. this was a great tag title defense, though. Oh, I they, thought it was the best they, New Era's match yet. Yeah, this totally redeemed the way they won the <laughs> titles. <laughs> yeah, even though I did laugh, I was literally sitting here at like 6 a.m. in the morning laughing because they tried to get a count-out win. <laughs> I was like, ah, yeah. they played to it. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, I thought this was just great. Exactly what I wanted from FWC. And as you said, the best New Era's match so far. You you could hear Fukuoka deflate when <laughs> Mirai hit that jumping lariat. They were just like, oh, man. And that's not because, like, New Era's a hater or anything. It's just like we're in Fukuoka. Of course, yeah. we're cheering for FWC. And Koguma went back to that old school Koguma that we all love, uh, yeah. where she's just going out of her mind. You know, we don't get it a lot anymore, but when we do, we absolutely love it. Speaking yeah. of going out of your mind, let's get to the main Mina Shirakawa versus Natsupoi. Sandre, so I don't, I don't, and this is, I usually see all your thoughts on matches, but I've been off the timeline since Tuesday to not be spoiled on anything. So I will just say this is one of my favorites of the year. I loved this match. I love serious Natsupoi. I love big match Natsupoi. And there was so much Tam Road in this match. I loved it. Mina Shirakawa shut me the hell up. She just yeah. shut me up, turned me around, and said, apologize. And I apologize every single time now. Yeah. No, this was fantastic. I need to rewatch this because I was, while I was watching this, I was also 
Georgia fans are going to be mad at me for saying this, but I was also like on the second screen waiting for Yuji Okabayashi versus Yuaoki in Big Japan to start because uh, I was so yeah. invested in that match. But I also, this match ended just as that match started. And this match was just from the start amazing. Like, I, a lot of great like spots and pacing that I did not expect from Mina Shirakawa. I did not expect so her good. to go this fast and have the match go like this fast. I, mm-hmm. I expected it to be a lot of rest holds <laughs> because sure. I, that, that is what I'm used with to, to with Mina Shirakawa. A lot of working over the leg for the figure four and stuff like that, which she, in fairness, did, but she did it like to Natsupo's speed, not her speed, which was so cool. Mm-hmm. I, I was really, really proud of this match i need to rewatch it with a fresh mind and just focus on that entirely but it do it it was amazing from what i saw from what i saw it, while i was also watching another show on the other screen this was awesome <laughs> my, my top three starter matches of the year which are amongst my top 10 are in no order Sai and hazuki and it would have been my match of the year if Suzuki won the damn thing. Um, Julia and Tam. Yeah. And now this. And I never thought that Mia Shirakawa was going to be my top three. Um, and I loved, <laughs> I, I thought the Sion match was great too. Yeah, the Sion um, match was great. But uh, this was just. This, this was better. This was better. It was. It was. T- Natsupoi. The, the moment of every the Sion match was big, but this yes. match was just a better in ring match. Yeah. The whole match, yeah. right? Yeah, because they played to the story aspect, right? You know, the yeah. club Venus coming. And Natsupoi and her have never, like, always been buddy-buddy either. So that's been kind of the point. And we've always seen the flashes of these two, right? You and me, you I think you and me talked about this a few weeks ago when you were on. Um, how, because, um, right, this was, like, the first defense that was going to happen as long as Mina won. And they always showed flashes of what they could do, but we never got the actual match. And or the full on match, we we got the five star Grand Prix where Mina destroyed Natsupoi's leg. We got the Cinderella, which they both were eliminated, and we got the uh, roulette match where they were in there for five minutes and really killed it. This was just another level. Uh, Natsupoi hit every strike, she hit the best slaps of her career. That's an important thing. Oh, yeah, uh, sometimes she misses, uh, but this she didn't miss a single one. I think Mina felt every single one, and I think what Mina does so well is the the limb work which i never in my life thought i'd yeah. be sitting here saying mina shirakawa does unbelievable limb work <laughs> but she does she does she has studied i call her muto jokingly but like the work she does is like she has some muto in her uh, dylan made a good point she kind of has that tanahashi mindset right where she's getting killed she's getting killed she's getting killed then she just destroys the leg right with dragon screw after dragon screw after dragon screw um i i enjoy when she locks in the figure four i usually hate the figure four um but like i don't know why i think she can actually win with it but like when she got here on natsupoi i was like oh my god oh my god going back and forth she did it with saya too um and i don't know i think she's just she is she there's been no wrestler to shut me up and prove me wrong more. And I like being wrong in this one because now I'm happy about Mia's reign. Now I don't want it to end as soon as I originally did. Um, I wanted it to be like one defense and all right, let's get the belt on Mariah. 
Now I'm happy we're prolonging it a little bit. Um, now after this, this is the main point to talk about here. And since it's been made official, the first double title match, double world wonder title match in a very long time. Yeah. It'll be Tam Nakano and Mina Shirakawa in the main event of Flashing Champions. Time <laughs> limit draw. Yeah. Yeah, that that I'm, was without saying. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the Tom Road haters, but you're gonna see 30 minutes of Mina Shirakawa versus Tom Nakano. Yeah, you sure are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you sure are. Um, and I think I'm gonna love every second of it. Yeah, I I also think that I'm gonna like really enjoy this. This is going I, to be the most. I'm, match for fans ever. And I mean that by people are going to either adore it or absolutely despise it. No (laughs) in-between. Like, I think that is how people feel about the match now, even before it's happened. Like, when (laughs) it was announced. (laughs) This is Um, is true. I am somewhere in-between because I don't don't know. I... the, The fear... The fear of this not being a, a draw is so worrying for me because mm-hmm. as much as I love Tom Nakano, I don't want to see her be double champion. That would be right. too much, Tom Rhodes, even for me. I'm not I'm not even remotely worried about either one of them winning. And maybe that's maybe that's me being crazy, but the last time so the last time we had a double Wonder World title match was in 2018. It was Kagetsu versus Momo Watanabe, double knockout. Um, yeah. So just note, noted to bring that up because I think we are going down the same path. And we're not getting Mina Shirakawa doing the Mayu Iwatani. <laughs> like, come on. No, no, that would be an absurd <laughs> change to my uh, <laughs> my expectations. And it's Tam's first defense. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, this this should be in like I I don't know how I, how I feel about this until I see it. <laughs> I think that I think that's the fairest way to look at this match, right? It's like, well, I don't know. And when's the so we have the Kigetsu Momo one. When's the last time before that? Because wasn't the Eo Mayu one just for the world? It was just for the world, but yeah, Mayu walked in with the. Yes, yes. She became the first and only double champion, but I think... As she should always be. Yes. <laughs> first yeah, and she, only. <laughs> I, she, uh, the funny part is she just want, she said uh, before that's her plan to do it again. I was like, <laughs> you're the only person I'm okay with having it. So go, go ahead, go for it. Go for it yeah. again, Mayu. Uh, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be a time limit draw. Should be excellent. Um, street uh, Flashing Champions has its big signature main event. Much like, and, and Flashing Champions was phenomenal last year. We got three matches. We have a lot more to go. Um, I'm guessing we'll have restarts, first defense on there, because last year it was pretty much like ha- we had every title defended. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if we get that again this year. Yeah. Besides, you know, the future because, you know, double champion there, but that's okay because that's a new blood. That's a new blood title now, and we have new yeah. blood in a week. Oh, that reminds me. I'm gonna talk a little bit about new blood before I uh, move over to 
TJPW. I forgot about that. I forgot to tell you that. Um, so, New Blood, of course, next week. Uh, on paper, looks to be the best New Blood card yet. New Blood 8. It is definitely the the main event I have had the most hype about for a long time. Just as a concept, I am re- very into the main event. <laughs> so so here's the card. Uh, we have Wakatsukiyama versus Aya Sakura. We have the sister tag, Hanan and Hina, is teaming up against Tomoka Inaba and Azusa Inaba. That should be that, wonderful. That sounds awesome. Uh, we have Mai Sakura and Chen Yoda going against Suzu Suzuki and May Sarah. That should be good. Um, we have a passion injection match in I Takahashi versus Ruaka. That should be awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, we have, um, as I said yesterday, Momo Watanabe murdering Miyu Amasaki, uh, <laughs> in a, in uh, poor Miyu's uh, fourth round supernova trial match. Um, it's nice knowing you, Miyu. Uh, she made it, she didn't make it out alive with the Shuri one. Why would I think Momo would do the same? Um, never forget the great meme that we got from that. Uh, Ami Saray defending against Arena. Not, no offense to Arena, but she's not winning this title just yet. And that we have Starlight Kid and Karma uh, defending the New Blood titles against Lady C and Hanako. Oh, and this is the other person I was talking about for the five star potentially. We have Tan Nakano versus Tan Nakano. Tan Nakano. <laughs> of course, uh, playing second Tan Nakano is former Ice Ribbon wrestler, now Ishikawa. But this is going to be an absolute blast. Um, I don't even know how this match is going to go. I don't know if we're going to end it and now Ishikawa is going to actually say what her name is or we're just going to go with it until it's over. But <laughs> I cannot wait for it. I, I mean... She's a logical next member of Cosmic Angels. Yep. If they want to keep the faction alive. Uh, Unless this is all an evil plan by Julia. I would rather see Nao Ishikawa with Tab she than I would. In, with... She fits in the Cosmic she, Angels. Yeah. To be fair. Um, <laughs> yeah. She always she always has, right? With the princess stuff. and Yeah. Uh, it, I, think, I think she joins Cosmic Angels after the fact. I, I just I love how much she has embraced the gimmick of her being Tamnakano. <laughs> we put her entire Twitter life on the line for this. It it is awesome job. It it is such an awesome job. I didn't expect I didn't expect that to be the way that she was gonna bring it, come into any company that she was gonna come into now that she left Ice Ruben, but it's sensational. She is she is absolutely killing it. I think now Shikawa is going to be the next addition to the roster. Um, and and the, the thing is, as much as I recognize Tom Nocno, I when they, they stood next to each other, I could not tell the difference. <laughs> she really killed it. Like the post, and then they danced, and I was like, oh, no, you tried. <laughs> I thought that was great when Tam's like, "All right, we're gonna dance now." Uh, exciting news that I said—I think I might have said it yesterday. I told someone, but they've already sold out the front row for this show, so um, they should be doing a really good number for this new blood show. Tam Nakano in the main event. What, what else? To, double what venue is it? Then? It is in uh, Shinagawa Intercity Hall. Okay, so it's not a huge building, but uh, I think that's the usual one they run for New Blood. Okay. Should be should be a good little show. Uh, that's next 
That's next Friday, presumably free on YouTube, as all of the Hopefully. other ones have been. Um, I'd be shocked premium. if it wasn't. I, well, except for premium, of course. But I guess that's why they call it premium. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's move on. We have talked a lot of stardom. TJB, TJPW, Yes Wonderland 23. Uh, this happened today, and this is why I saved all of the recordings until today. Uh, because I wanted to make sure to get this show in because it was another big TJPW show. Did you watch the whole show? Yes. How did you like? But the I show? watched it. Yeah, it was fun. It was it was a TJPW cork in which I always like every I think every time I've been on the on your pod I've talked about the TJPW Corkin. I think you have two. I think you <laughs> did last time, to be exact. Uh, you um, the last I, one. I always love TGPW Corkin, so I just yeah, this was great. Um, I I think the three first matches are not essential to talk about. Uh, nope, you could... not even so... a little. Um, <laughs> I have no thoughts. No thoughts. But at all. I, the rookies with... are looking good. Um, I think Wakana and Toga and Himawari. Yeah, they're standing out. But yeah, yeah. I get nothing there. Um, Got to talk about Rio Mizunami though. And Yuki Aino. Yes. <laughs> Yuki Aino had the best showing I've ever seen from her. And that well, is, yeah, it is I've the best seen. showing I've seen since Tenma retired. This is true. Exactly. Uh, maybe the best single showing, if that makes yeah. sense. Like, yeah. you know, without her sister. Uh, so we had Ryu Mizunami, Moka Miyamoto, and Kaito Bami defeating Free Wi-Fi and Yuki Aino. Yuki Aino really killing it in the end with Ryu Mizunami. Absolutely blowing me away. I was like, what is this? Weird. Yeah, I was like, I was like, is this the Yugi I know that like almost killed herself and Choko Nakajima in that title match last year? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, I was looking at my phone at some point of this match, and then I just looked up and saw her to take a like really vicious bump, and I was like, whoa, are, what are we doing here? <laughs> There's something uh, world class about Ryu Mizunami. In- yeah this um in the tjpw landscape should be noted that this is the only match that has um, a cage match rating right now on this show that's incredible <laughs> why <laughs> <laughs> or well a cage match rating that shows the number not yes 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 um but yeah it was a standout match for i know and it, it had me walk away saying all right so the Rio Mizunami uh, showcase match has to be Yuki Aino next time. Yeah, and from the chemistry they showed in the ending search of this match, I am all for it because it was great. And it is weird for me to be hyped about the Yuki Aino singles match. <laughs> yeah, it is. It really is. Um, but bravo to her for standing up. Uh, the next match I thought was really good. It was Miyu Watanabe yeah. defeating Arisuendo. Um, Arisuendo, folks. I mean, I don't know how many times we all have to say it. I think everyone's saying it by now. She's got to get pushed up the card, please. Right? Like Daisy Monkey, herself as a singles. She's ready. She's excellent. Her and Miyu, I thought, really killed it here, right? They, they were in a special spot um, because they got moved up 
um, in terms of like what the card looked like. They were top four match, which I think is meaningful, especially in TJPW's Cork and Hall show. Yeah. And listen, Miyu Watanabe, I know Miyu Yamashita's the ace. But Miyu Watanabe's the ace, folks. Like every time this this woman wrestles, it, it is musty. It's just the truth. That is what Miyu Watanabe has become to me. And I think every time, no matter the opponent, she shows out. Helps that Arisu Endo is really good, so it was really uh it really worked. And her getting Miyu Watanabe in that uh camel clutch, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, come on, come on, come on. I knew she wasn't gonna win, but I believed for a second there. Um really good match. Yeah. The first like really standout match of the show. Mm-hmm. That, is that all your thoughts? Um, I I want Arisu Endo to get pushed more, as yeah. you said. This is where, uh, like, I I feel... Uh, we talked earlier about Stardom needing a second mid-card title or a mid-card title. TJPW is kind of needing a t- mid-card title again. Like, lower than the international title. <laughs> well... And, <laughs> they could have not put it on <laughs> Rika Tatsumi. <laughs> yeah, but the Rika Tatsumi reign is needed. It was needed. Well, this is true. Well, I, to be fair, I would have also had Rika Tatsumi have a longer world title reign, but yeah, but not. I'm not talking about a title for Miyu Watanabe. I'm title. I'm talking about a title for Susume and Larissa Endo. No, Miyu, Miyu Watanabe needs the goddamn world title, folks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree with you. Suzume, like, Rishuendo, yeah, for sure. And Yuki Arai. If, if they need... It, it, because obviously Yuki Arai isn't ready for the Princess of Princess title, even though they will push her to that level soon. Don't worry. That will happen soon. <laughs> I feel bad for the Yuki Arai fans because that is going to happen soon. But it, it's like Suzume and Rishuendo aren't sniffing the Princess of Princess title anytime soon. They aren't even sniffing the princess tag titles anytime soon because they refuse to give Daisy Monkey a win. And oh, man, they're so good. I, too. I just think that them, them as singles wrestlers is also so good. Them as tag wrestlers is also so good. But just to have some more variety on your show, let's have one more title. Why not? Yeah, they don't have enough titles. They just don't have yeah. enough. Wrestling. They have they have three titles. When when uh, Mew defended the Eve title on one of the Corkins against Millie McKenzie, it felt so perfect because it's like, oh my god, there's so many title matches, so many matches of meaning going on, and that match was great, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with you. I think I think they need a another title, which is you know, it, I think what you're explaining really is like a mix of a future slash mid card. Like, yeah. hey, here's who's next, right? Yeah. I think you nailed it there. Um, especially with the international kind of focusing on outsiders a little bit more, right? Not yeah. always, obviously, as we see here, but it is a focus. Uh, I would like you to be right. So, uh, yeah. please. Me, me, Watanabe, like, I don't, th- I don't think the end goal of the music arena is me, Watanabe. It it could be though. I I wouldn't be mad. Should? I it should and it could. Well, be. well, 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 well. But I will get to who it should be, and it's not going to be, and it's going to break my heart. But if it's not her, you want to. Yeah, 
if it's not a her and me or something, but it will probably be Yuki Arai. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they hate me? All right. Anyways, uh, Yuki Sagazaki and Shokunakajima defeated Yuki Arai and Makito. Um, Match of the night. <laughs> wow. Wow. You love Yuki Arai getting her ass kicked. Yeah, oh, yeah, that is the best part about the UK Rye matches. <laughs> well, I wouldn't no, this... say it was our offense necessarily. <laughs> this was yeah. awesome, man. This was fan- this was fantastic for me. I don't know. The, like, um, this was the most invested the crowd has ha- had been in the whole show. This that is true. That that you are absolutely right about. Mati Ito looked Uriah the best that. she had, she has looked the whole year. Well, Helps when your matches aren't all in GCW. Yeah. And Yuki Arai looked awesome in just taking a ass kicking <laughs> by the two pillars. Who also yeah, Yuki Arai's best trait is absolutely getting her ass kicked. Um, that no offense to her, it's just the truth. And I think and I think that's why I I know some people have gone in and out on her in terms of how they feel about her, but I think that's why I see so much star power in her is oh, because she okay. does that really well. Yeah. Listen, she needs a new finisher. That's just that's just a matter of fact, right? When that, she wins the world title. Yeah. When she wins the world title, I can't have her missing the kick. Um yeah. just can't just, just can't be having that. Um, also, I mean, she can't win with it right now. So I think that's probably the story. We're getting a new finisher. Um, I think she does the um, Uranagi type move really well. I can't think of what the hell it's called, but she does the full Nelson into the slam. I think she does that well. I like that move. She did a good start, sharpshooter in this match. She did. She did. Yeah, she. I like Yukirai. I think there are, are building. there are building blocks to this. I don't know if her winning the world title is the right move next but it's oh, definitely a move that yeah. i believe is going to happen because of her star power um, i don't yeah i don't think it's uh i don't want it to happen but i i have like if she beat rika it would yeah. make sense yeah that would make sense like i would get that i would be cool with that i don't know if she should beat mizuki but i understand where you're coming from yeah um like you said, most engaged the crowd was all night. It was a loud atmosphere. People want to see Yuki Rai win. Of course, she didn't. She was facing Yuka, so LOL. But not not only Yuka, she was facing two pillars. That's like that's, that's <laughs> good luck. Um, and I and I thought it was a fun match overall, um, as you'd expect with these four. Yeah, right? I, was... I this was just easily my favorite match on the show. But I felt. Uh, uh, this this Yuka, was the vibes match. Yeah, Yuka Sakasaki was so ki- killing her <laughs> in this whole match, and the crowd was so was laughing along with it. They were Aja Kong gave Yuki Rai more than poor Yuka that Yuka did in this. <laughs> yeah, Yuka went it got tagged in, and it was game over. It was really funny to see Shoko just laughing at the at, at ringside or like in the corner. Poor Yuki. Poor Yuki. <laughs> oh boy. Um title match. Rinki Tatsumi defending against Suzume. My takeaway from this match, while I thought it was of course good because Su- Rika Tatsumi can't have a bad match, and I think Suzume's great. 
they have a better match in them. Yeah. That was my good. Yes, yes, for sure. Uh one of my favorite matches of the night. No, no questions about it. But I was like, oh, they have another they have another step or two that they can go. Uh but Rika Tatsumi, like I said, you know, her her, a bad Rika Tatsumi match is a pretty good match. So Oh yeah. This her destroying Suzume's leg and making Suzume kind of try to fight back was really entertaining. Um, Suzume is ready, obviously, for another step. We, you know, we were, I was talking about that with Arisa Endo. Suzume is even more ready, um, and that's why I'm happy she got this match. Poor, yeah. and I just hope that there's something down the pipeline for her because I don't want her to just fall back into losing all the time because Arisa Endo doesn't get to win at all, but that's probably where she's going to go. Yeah, uh, I thought I really thought that this could like they were holding back in this match Mm. but it was still like a good title defense and I think it 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 keeps the momentum of Riko Tatsumi going, which is like good because the Riko Tatsumi reign has been great so far and I'm just it, it is so good for me to see her continue to have these singles matches and because she is she is my favorite in this company so i always enjoy every match that she has and it was just so fun um it was interesting that after the match they kind of like teased that they wanted to have a second one Mm. in the future and as we talked about last time maybe that's the end goal this was the setup for this bigger match in the future on the bigger show. Yeah, that was exactly what we talked about. We said, we said, have this one first. Obviously, Susan May loses. Then have Rika defend a few more times, maybe two, three. Um, yeah. And then maybe wrestle Princess. Susan May wins it. Yeah. I think and I'm fine with a long Rika run. Trust me. I will never say no to that. And that way, Susan May gets the big win. Give uh, uh, in the last title defense before Susume challenges again, have Rika beat Arisuendo. Yes, yes, I think that would be great. Um, who do we think Rika defends against at Summer Sun Princess? Hmm. I'm guessing she has a defense between that, that's why we haven't had we didn't have a challenge or anything, but yeah. Who, who we there, there are there is two months until the <laughs> Summer well, Princess. So someone, someone should tell the world it. title picture that. <laughs> um, maybe maybe an outsider, maybe like they maybe Willem Nightingale comes back again, and oh, you mean New Japan Pro Wrestler? Oh who yeah, right, <laughs> <laughs> right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, is, is it uh, wrong for me to forget about them adding a title for a dead brand? I don't think so. That is not. <laughs> no, well, that's that's the uh, U.S. women's title. That's I don't know why they just call it that. Yeah, they they should have <laughs> called it that instead of yep. the the dead brand name. But it's the we need to give Mercedes a title match title. Yeah, <laughs> but we get Stephanie Vicare versus Mercedes Monet, so I'm not. That, yeah, that should be. Um, um, Rika, they wouldn't. They wouldn't do her versus Rio Mizunami. I would have loved that, but oh, they wouldn't man. do that. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't have. They don't. <laughs> that would be amazing, but no, they won't do that. Uh, uh, you got um, me. You got me amped up over here for a second. <laughs> I don't know. 
I have no idea, actually. I I think an outsider is possible. I'd like to see. They, um... I I don't want to see this, but they could always do Kamifuku. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm <man>. sorry. <laughs> why did Why did you gotta say that? Um, Maybe, let me, let me, uh, let me she redeems the win, the loss to Shoko Nakajima last year. Why don't we just do Janai Kai again? Janai Kai beat Yuki Kamafuku. I have reason to say that was enough to and not she, give me Rika Kai. <laughs> yeah, she, and she faced me with Nabe earlier. Just, yeah, so yeah. why not? I'm trying Maybe. to think of outsiders. Or uh, we already did Billy Starks, and that was a lot. That was really good. Um, yeah. Who the hell else can we pick? Uh, it's a good, good question. Billy McKenzie, bring her back. Yeah. I'm trying. Who else yeah. is on the uh, in in this scene? <laughs> Let's bring Riho in. I'm not. Gonna oh, do that. that would. Be awesome. <laughs> I know Riho. Which there. Rio? <laughs> oh, I mean, I meant uh, AEW Riho. Yeah, um, the good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was trying not to say that, but yeah. Um, who else? Who? Let me wait. Let me check the uh, GCW Women's Division. Who's more? No. <laughs> no. Stop. <laughs> After the main event, stop. Hey, no. if we brought Masha Slamovich over. I don't think you'd oh, actually no, be that yeah. upset, but that's not good. Yeah, happen. but that would that would not. Happen. She works for Impact, so not going to happen. <sighs> Trinity. Impact oh, that'd be good. Star. <laughs> I, I'd be I'd be fun with the Trinity and uh, that'd be interesting. That won't happen. But it'd be interesting. Yeah. yeah, I have no idea. I not a clue. That's why I asked you. I was like, did I miss something? <laughs> like, is there a hint? It's definitely gonna be an international talent. They did this last time with Mizuki. Um when she successfully defended the first time uh against Kakuda. They didn't announce anything, and then we got Sawyer Wreck. So Yeah. Uh Athena. Which... Oh, don't don't give me that. Don't 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 give me hope. That's that that's too good to be true. Uh let's get to the main event. Mizuki beating Sawyer. That that is there those are all my thoughts. There you go. Yeah. Mizuki did her best. Mizuki carried this man. She is a fucking amazing champion. I could have totally carried that to be she, fair. This this is a testament. This is a testament to Mizuki's power as a champion okay yeah she had a world-class uh carry job here i she like okay sawyer wreck looked uh, looked really awkward a lot of the time but yes. music brought it back and brought it back and brought it back the whole match it was weird <laughs> uh, <laughs> she it, did really good like music. her just her bumping and her Selling the high spots were the way, the way she did, mm. made this match. It made it good. Yeah, it was weird <laughs> because yeah. Story Wreck. After, after I saw the death match she had with the Noah, I was that. convinced that she is not even a good death match wrestler. No, and I was I was worried about this match. I was that, really that worried. that death match hurt me. Yeah, like it was. I've, I've turned I've, I've turned around on death matches as a fan. I start I like them now. That was, whew. yeah. I'm a big deathmatch deathmatch fan, so I was really looking forward to that match. And I don't know, she if she was bad even in that, and that's supposed to be her environment. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was real bad. Um, no more Sawyer wreck. Uh, we can bring yeah, back. I, I, and... 
Yeah. We remake Billy Stark, Shania Kai, Trisha Dora. Um, there, there's a moment where she takes a, she takes like a hurricane runner, and she has the most awkward landing ever. And I just looked at it and I saw it. Said I think she's just man too tall. <laughs> like I don't think like I think that's just the. The matter of fact, she's just too tall, and, and, and like <laughs> being too being too tall works on the U.S. indie scene where people are your are at least yeah. normal height. Yeah, this is this is idol wrestling, man. <laughs> These girls are small. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Anyways, that was that match, and now uh, we got the big challenge after, which is what mattered to me the most. Yeah. It, with Mizuki's, you know, sitting there, and then the crowd roars, and I said, "Oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God!" And it was the one match that I want in this entire reign. Everything else, I don't, yeah. know, I don't care. It was Maki Ito making the challenge. It's been made official. Summer Sun Princess, your main event will be Mizuki defending against Maki Ito. The Maki Ito. Mizuki relationship is obviously a detailed one. Their match yeah. from the Tokyo Princess Cup in 2021 was fantastic. Yeah. Was it? Yes, it was. Um, the match that convinced me that Makita was ready. Yes, uh, I, I totally agree. That match was fantastic. Um, when they did that, when Mizuki won the opportunity to challenge Yuka, they had a little bit of back and forth in that match. That was really good, too. Um, anytime the Ito Respect Army comes back together, it's a special moment. And yeah, I am very excited about this. Makito's obviously my favorite in TJPW. And listen, I've accepted. I probably will never get to see her as champion. just a matter of fact, because she goes to the U.S. all the time. They have two months to build this match. Last two months the that US, they, I'm sure, so yeah. The problem, yeah, the problem with this build is that she's going to the US a lot, but they have two months with this to build Magito to be. I hate to say the word credible enough, but I have to say the cred- word well, credible. I, I, I think, I think the word that fits us is believable. Yeah, you, you, she needs to convince us that she could win this match. Yeah, yeah, and she needs to convince me that I want to see the Mizuki Rain end early. Oh well, as a Makita fan, I'm always convinced, but I understand <laughs> what you mean. Yeah, I <laughs> because I've been waiting about for this Mizuki Rain a long time. I'm not ready for it to end on Defense Three. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would have held off on this match, but I would. Yeah, I, we talked about this last time. But since Yamash is not around, this. yeah. This was this way to go. That's that's kind of what I saw it as. It's like William Masha's not around for their big summer show, or I think she'll be back by then, but she's not around to build it at all. So it has to be our other biggest star, and that's okay because it's gonna be a great. It's gonna be a great match. That's what I'm not. I'm not worried about that. Could be. No, it's gonna be an T- awesome match. Could be TJBW's best match of the year if everything works well and you be- and you're able to believe by the end, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter who wins. If you're able to believe that one or the other can win, that's when you get it. Um, and I think that's where we're gonna go. I'm interested to see what 
we do with Miriam Ashta because if she's not on that show, then the U.S. tour was an even worse idea than I already think it was. Um, At least she's having fun. Yeah, that's the way I have to think about it. I'm happy she's yeah. having fun because I'm not. <laughs> I'm I not have not, I've, I've not even been motivated to see. No, no, I've stopped watching Majorium. I don't. I don't need to see the only match from the tour that's been good. That wasn't the TJPW show, um, and I'm I'm actually her Eve match with Millie McKenzie was probably good today, but the only match that was like, oh, probably people should watch right this now. was the Vert Vixen match from Defy which was like the first weekend she was there. Um, and if you have, if you couldn't find Defy for a long time, you probably gave up on it. Um, but I made sure yeah. to watch it. That was Thank really good. Reminding me of that. <laughs> yes. Vert Vixen, Vert Vixen is willing to hit as hard as Miyamasha. So Miyamasha is willing to hit hard back. You know, I think that's like the one thing that's so different with Miyu when she's in the U.S. is she's holding up a little bit more. If that makes sense. Well, she hits the skull kick and stuff like that. It's just not as, it's not the whole TJPW feel, but they have good uh, production too, Defy. So it makes it better because I think Miyu Yamashita with good productions, the perfect combo. Um, It just feels right. But yeah, watch that match. Uh, Makito's facing Rina Yamashita in June, I think, in GCW. That is a a wild match. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I saw a book that I was like, you have my attention, GCW. I I saw it booked also, and I, I this is okay. So Rina Rina Yamash, like if this were were to happen in Japan, it would be a it, match of the year contender. Yeah, but it's happening. True, in but it's also like a very convoluted match to book because Rina yeah. Yamash does not take a lot of pinfall yeah. pinfalls. Yeah, like yeah, maybe she, she does over in, in when she's in. She GCW, doesn't even lose but, in the US. She's a champion in GCW. Yeah. She's been a champion, I think, in GCW for like a and, long time. Yeah, and then you will have her. Uh, two hundred sixty-five days. Yeah, she's been champion. And then you will have Maki take a pin uh, while in the states, but of course that is bound to happen. And, and it's okay. No I, one watches it. It it's okay. Yeah, I was just about to say it's okay because the Prince of Princess champion took a pin. To Emmy Sakura. Yeah, yeah. To Emmy who has been jobbing a lot anyway. So I was hoping that meant we were getting Emmy and <laughs> Mizuki. Jo- Joshi matches in the United States is non canon. Yeah. Yeah. It's the other way around. If it happens in Japan, then we have to rerun it in the US, a la Thunderosa and Miyamashita, but not the other way around. Yeah. Oh, and uh, so Maki Maki's going to the U.S. once in May and once in June. So okay. she'll be she'll probably miss a week each way. So it that's will not be that interesting bad. how they book her and Mitsuki's matches between yeah. Amazon and Princess. Yeah, you know what they should do? They should uh, have they should have Miyu Yamashita um get back there, and we can do <laughs> magical sugar rabbits and. Uh, yeah, yeah. As a preview match, because listen, they already ripped my heart out once. Why not do it again? But I, I also think that maybe give Makito a big pinfall win in a singles match, like mm. maybe versus like someone like Shoko Nakajima or Yuka. That would be a great idea. <laughs> it would, it would help. Yuka would make almost too much sense. It would, yeah. 
It would. It definitely would. But that means it's not happening. Yeah, <laughs> they should just do that. They, I don't know. I, they have to have a big show between them, right? There's two, two months. months is a long time. Yeah. There's got to be a show that you put that on there and you put an international princess title match on and you could sell that, right? Like, I feel like this is way too long in between TJPW big shows. Yeah. Um, and for that, well, they announced, uh, they announced BCQ versus Yuka Sakasaki three months ahead, almost. God damn it, you're right. <laughs> okay, well, uh, I'm not gonna get my hopes up then. Uh, anyways, oh, we have the uh, Hyper Masao show. That's right. Yes. Hell yeah, that's happening. I'm probably um, the only one hyped for that. <laughs> you're hypered for that. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna end the show. That's terrible. <laughs> um, well, Sandra, thank you for joining me. Uh, hit, yeah. hit the hit the world with the plugs so that they can check out all that you're doing because I know this week has been a busy week for you. Yeah. Uh, this week is Golden Week, in case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, which means that both DDT and Drangate had two big shows this week. We reviewed uh, all, on Dramatic Dream Dragons on the Five Star Network. We reviewed DDT and Mega Max Bump yesterday. And tomorrow we will review Drangate that are alive. So two episodes in one week. And next week we're even reviewing Gun Pros, uh, Gunbari Pros. Cork and Hall show from today with a, with a guest, so that should be fun. Ooh. But yeah, uh, you can find that at uh, Dramatic Dream Dragons on the Five Star Network uh, website and on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. Apple and all, all the stuff. All, all the podcast places. And uh, yeah, you can find me at Sundar Bjorn. I am the only re- <laughs> Sundar that talks about wrestling. That is my gimmick. Uh, it's a great giveaway. Right, right now, I have a uh, picture homaging, uh, paying homage to Hanakamura as my profile picture, so you will find me easy. Okay, that is my stuff. Thank you for having me on. Of course, of course. Thank you for coming on. Uh, everyone, thank you for listening. Uh, I'll be back next week to talk New Blood, whatever the hell else is going on. I don't know. I don't know off the top of my head. I, I, I just remember New Blood was happening. Maybe Catch the Wave? Maybe? I'm not going to promise that one. If it's out. Um, only the real catch the wave matches. I'm not talking about the old people matches. Um, no offense to the old people, but I'm talking about the matches where you get a Regina the wave championship match. Uh, uh, yeah, that's probably, that's probably all I can think of off the top of my head. And then after that, we'll probably have some previews for some other shows coming up. Um, we'll have, oh, we're going to preview Sariaism. That's exciting. We're going to talk oh, about yeah. Sariaism. So, uh, Everyone look forward to that. Be back next Friday. We're going to kick of the day. So until then, so long, farewell. Have a good one, everybody. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.